but one of the things I was, uh, I started a petition in my mind for, I'll actually do one online, was uh, I think they're going to resurrect the statue of you there. <laughs> Don't you know that the music should be solemn? This is Theo Rossi. This is Kim Coates. And this is Theory. Coming to you live from where? You know what? Let's just tell the peeps where I am, Theo. <laughs> Can you even spell Saskatoon, Saskatchewan? Uh, Want to try? See. Yeah, I would love to. I would Go. love to. I could definitely spell Saskatoon. Go. It just buzz me if I get a letter wrong. S-A-S-K-A-T-O-O-N. That is absolutely correct. Okay. Saskatchewan. This is a tough Ooh, one. Tough one. Ready? Rough Riders. <laughs> Saskatchewan <laughs> phonetically spelled su, su, S-A scat this is where it gets weird Saskatchewan S-A-S-K uh-huh A uh-huh Saskatch there's a T there isn't there Saskatch. I'm not saying it Saskatchewan is it T-C-H-E-W-A-N? Ah, correct. <laughs> oh, yeah. You yes. did it. I that had to be you, weird you're, growing you're up. So that, that's where you are. That's where I am. I mean, Joyce Coates' little living room here wow. where I was kind of born when I was one and a half, baby. Had a few paint jobs. Pillows are new. You know, my girls, pillows they love me new. and my pillows. Same so, smell, same house, same, same everything. Smell, same everything. Yeah. Joyce, she's running away. I don't know where she is right now. And little Dale's around somewhere. But look, here we are. You know how important it is to see your 92-year-old mom once in a while. Yeah. So, how is the weather? It's good for, for, for Kim Coates. Yeah. They knew I was coming. No fucking around. No snow. Yeah. Out. We're going to go golfing with the boys on Thursday. Can't wait. Eight what is it? Like the Saskatchewan like, local golf course? Yeah. It's a beautiful golf course. I don't know. Is it? name of it because they'll be like weirdos hanging out with me yeah 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 but yeah oh yeah the snow's gone it's going to be brown grass not green wow can't wait so are you mr pink i'm good i'm good i got my back in your weekend you got some color in my face um so here it's funny i was on with uh i was doing press for that movie escape the field that comes out friday and not fucking wait man i've been i've been pumping it hamilton 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 ontario we filmed that in the cornfield you remember me and you that's where this all started i think that was your very first covid yeah that was our first location change i think and then um but point is i was doing press and one one of the the interviewers was from saskatoon no yeah and she Hi. said, yeah, she was a big fan of Reaper Reviews, which was really cool. There was a bunch of them who actually listened to every episode, which I just was Amazing. so. It was awesome. But one of the things I was, uh, I started a petition in my mind for, I'll actually do one online, was uh, I think they're going to resurrect the statue of you there. Because <laughs> it's you, Joni Mitchell, right? Joni Mitchell? Joni Mitchell, Gordy Howe, and Kim Coates. They're, we're the big three. You can throw them in whichever order you want. Yeah. So let's figure it out. We'll figure it out. I mean, and I'm thinking how it would be. And I think it would be like the when you have that TIG stance, which is like one hand on the belt. One, one hand on the belt. Out. That's yeah. a long time ago. I bet yeah. you, I don't know if I could pull that out of my fucking acting chops. I'm going to do I it. I come aside and see if I can do it. I'm getting the petition to get a bronze. And you know, when they do these, they never look like you, right? It'll come back looking like someone completely <laughs> different. And then everybody will make fun of him and be like, why does it look like, you know, and whatever. It'll probably 
I Jason a, Isaacs. Yeah. Yeah, that's right. That's right. I have a buddy, Murray Totland. He used to be the city manager. He's not anymore. He's retired. One of my best friends. Lived across the, across the street, right there, kids. And I was uh, telling them that they're at a new bridge in Saskatoon, the seventh or the eighth bridge. They had a lot of bridges. It's a beautiful city. Wow. And they needed to name the bridge. And I said, well, obviously it's going to be the Kim Coates bridge. Yeah. The Kim Cross. He goes, yeah. He said, you're in the mix. They named it the Gordie Howe Bridge, just like that. <laughs> well, listen. Like, like that, you're out. Okay, but here's the good news. Now that they got that out of the way, let's do like Joni Mitchell Drive and then let's move, <laughs> let's move on here. Let's get to Kim. I'm, I'm let's ready. Get to me. Come on. Let's get to you. So uh yeah, all is good. I was in uh I was in Where Cleveland. Were you? I was in Cleveland <laughs> with our guy Perlman. We did a quick, quick little con a few hours. We did a good uh panel but more importantly than all that that's all nonsense i had a reaper crew level reaper crew uh part of our family here of our family we did a big like zoom wow i think it was like you know 40 whatever 50 people in and out wow i wanted to do it to it was wild by the way and it was wild because how did justin are you who talked or who didn't or how did that work uh well, you hand know, up? the same people did. Yeah. You had to put your hand up. Lemansky did most of the talking. Yes, I did yes, most of the talking. Talk. Yeah. You, you can't know, stop. All, all the regs, all the regs were talking and everybody was there, you know, Jess and Holly and everybody, everybody who uh, likes to give us uh, the Great. reason was uh, yeah. the reason being puppets, everybody. The reason was, was I wanted to get as we're getting near the end. Correct. I wanted to get from people like, hey, what what would you like to see? What would be missing? What are some of the things? And and Justin wrote, you know, wrote down and wrote some, them of them, down. some of them were so great. So great that I, I, you know, as we're bringing on guests, as we're bringing on Perlman, you know, eventually get Jackson and do whatever we're doing, Good. get these other people. Some of the stuff that they were saying between the episodes that they'd like to see. For, for so being I'm all part ears, of this. I can't wait to hear. Yeah. Some, one of them was great, which we'll do in the future. One of them was like, I pick a movie that I was in. You pick a movie. So I pick a movie I was in, and then we both watch it, and we talk about it. You pick a movie you were in, we both watch it, and we talk about it. So whether it be King of Sorrow, and then we tell, the, we tell everyone who's part of the family a week early so they can all watch it. Beautiful so idea, actually. Cool idea, right? Okay. Um. Then obviously little things like when we're done with season seven, they want us to rank them all by seasons. Like with not just what we thought of the season in order of what we think, what season went where. Wow. I'm going to have to be really, really drunk to get through that thought process. Yeah. Of how in the world are we going to do that? Yeah. Like, which like, I, 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 mean, I already kind of have a feeling where I think certain ones go. I have a feeling my two perhaps least favorite, even though I still love them. Sure. Me too. But I would have a tough time between two seasons of putting them one or two, but you know what? Fuck. Yeah. We'll do whatever they want. We'll do that. Right. That's going to be a good one. And we'll do that when we're finished, obviously. And then today, one of the things, and I thought this was great and you know, I'm fortunate because I'm on mushrooms. You're not drunk. You probably should be. This is going to be, I'll keep you within the parameters of this is 
one of the things that was overwhelming and we, and, and it's funny because it came up when we were doing the panel in Cleveland with Perlman and I is, and you know, this, you and I've been on a million panels where they go, Hey, what would, how did you feel your character's life? Like the way it went, were you happy with it? Were you not happy with it? Or, Hey, what if this never happened? What do you think? What if, and you go, Hey, I don't, I don't know. Right. Because I didn't write the show. But what I found from talking with everyone was the overwhelming thing of like, now that you're watching it, now that yeah. you've, re- yeah. now that you remember it all, <clears throat> just really quick, what if, let's start with the first one that, you know, cause it's what if that's what this episode that we're doing right now that's is titled. My name is right now. Yeah. yeah. What I if. Tell me to put it down. I don't know. Okay. What so reference. we start with like the small ones. What if. Tig didn't kill Donna and he killed Opie instead. Oh God. Right. And it's like there. That is fucking awesome shit. Right. Like what if it was really, or, or, or what if Tig didn't kill Donna at all, but that's too much. Right. Cause we knew Opie was in that position. So what if he really killed Opie? What if Opie was in that car and he was gone at the end of what was that? Season one. Season one, baby. Okay. Are you asking me or? or? I'm asking you. Okay. Holy crap. Let's just go back, kids, and think about this for a minute. There was a moment there, and if I'm repeating myself, it doesn't matter. Who cares? Yeah, it doesn't. There's a a place there in in the third and fourth show where Ryan had signed on to do six shows, maybe seven. That was it. He was out. Guest star. That's all he wanted. Yep. All of a sudden... The executives start seeing the dailies and they start seeing like you and me relationship mm. being Ron. They start seeing the Jack. See what works. Yeah. What works? What doesn't? Yeah. yeah. And what, what the executives and Sutter came up with was, you know what? This Jack's Opie thing, it's really kind of happening. It's really kind of working. So what if we don't kill him? And they and called an audible and they kill an audible and we kill Donna. And I'll, I'll tell you right now, man, holy motherfucker, if I would have, if Tig, who couldn't do it, remember you guys were in the doll warehouse and I was ready and I couldn't do it. I, I just couldn't pull the trigger. I couldn't, I couldn't shoot him. And I never had any issues with pulling a trigger at any time because I pulled him too much too early on that show. But I couldn't, I couldn't wipe him out. Couldn't do it. Couldn't do it. And that was like earlier. That was be- before the Donna killing. Correct. correct. That okay. was like the, the fifth show, sixth show. Seventh show in there, yep. couldn't do it. Told Clay I couldn't do it. And then he basically said, you know, you're, you're, you're doing it. We're going to set it up like this. It's going to be gangster style. It'll be at nighttime. You, you just have to get over it. And, fuck, and, and, and I heard finally about all the stuff that, you know, he put money in the bank. And I think he's working with the cops. He's mm-hmm. ratted on the club. They found, they found they something found in it. his truck. Yeah. yeah. And I, I, yeah, we were being listened to in his yeah. truck. The cop. I'm doing it. I'm telling you right now, if Opie would have been in that truck, and Tig would have wiped out Opie, and Donna's alive. We've got a completely different show. Give me, give me, an, give me a brief synopsis of what happens. Uh, after. A big synopsis. Yeah, I'm going to give you a brief synopsis. Basically, I Tig would have been absolutely revered in a positive way because the guys would have believed all the evidence that we had about him, and he was gone. He wouldn't. He wouldn't be able to talk about it. He's been taken out and he can't even talk about it. Donna's going to be a mess. She's going to start heroin right away. 
She's not going to hang with Opie's mom at all. That's no. never going to work. She's off the show. She's gone. And then what would we have done for the second season, bro? Like what? Or, or hold on. What if, what if Jax doesn't believe the evidence, doesn't believe. Now, remember, it's not the Opie we've come to love by season five. So we don't have as an audience, our vested. No, you got to remove your head from like, it's not the guy you've loved for five years. It's just some guy who was on the show for a year that you kind of liked, but. You're not really vested into. You're not invested at all. No. Okay. So let's say Jax doesn't believe it. And Donna says, I'm telling you, he wasn't doing anything. So Donna's saying to Jax, it's not true. It's not this. Jax believes her, doesn't believe you guys. And now that starts the tension that we were eventually getting to anyway. I think the show would have been over after the second season and everyone would be dead. <laughs> we, would, we would have lasted two seasons and it would have been all hell's bells. Um, no, I don't fucking know. Okay, no, that's a good that's a good one. I, I think that I think Jax would have not believed anyone, and I think he would have still questioned the whole thing. It still would have started the rivalry between Tig and Clay and Jax and the whole thing. Then someone said, and this was a good one. We knew John Teller was hiding out in Dublin at the end. Yeah. What if John Teller never died? What if he came back and he was like, we're in the, we're doing the show. Clay's the president. We're doing this. Everything's happening. And in one of those seasons, we find out he's not dead. He oh, just you're saying, oh, I, I see what you're saying. You're, you're saying that we still are going to believe that we're a little Hamlet-esque in the beginning of the first two yep. But then all of a sudden, the real John Teller was never killed and he's been on the run hiding Yes, Belfast, or maybe in Scotland at some, you know, Scotch to get away from Clay and Gemma and everyone. And now Jax finds out he's alive, like a lost episode. He finds out at the end. Okay, can I just say that? What if if that happened, uh, they needed a way better actor. They needed (laughs) a way better fucking actor, Brad Pitt, to play John Teller to come back to go mano a mano with Clay and Katie, uh, Clay and Gemma, because. Can you fucking imagine? And then they found out like Tig knew he wasn't dead. And so oh my knew. God, that's a whole different show. It's a whole Think different show. That, bro. Had, okay, let's like, because I know that me and Bobby were probably the only ones, maybe Chibs, but certainly me and Bobby. Well, Bobby, Bobby was older. Bobby was older. Bobby was older. So he yeah. knew John Teller. He knew of what happened in the bike crash. He knew. He didn't know all the, but he knew kind of what was going on. He was a young, young guy. I have a feeling I did too. I have a feeling I know a little bit about what happened, Tig. But no way you did. No way, Charlie. No, no way. No. Those we've we've myth, we've mythologized like he's a mythical figure to us. The mythical figures. Bikes there. He's yeah. Killed. It was an accident. We don't know anything about what happened to John Teller. I'm telling you right now, there's something to be said for those movies that brings someone back male or female that they think is gone yeah. and they just show up. It throws a wrench into Well, that's like uh what is it? Don Quixote? No, is it Don Quixote? What's uh uh no. Um what am I thinking of when he's locked away? Uh the incredible book. He's locked away in the uh dungeon forever and then he rises up and he poses as uh oh, the king. I don't Yeah, What's sure. Wrong? Is it Don Quixote? Genghis Khan. I don't fucking know. Who no, knows? it's I can't remember. But whatever, because uh, my mind's not working exactly properly right now. But if that would happen, I don't watch anything. But anyway, 
But point is, that would have been, uh, any, again, that's a way a show can go. Okay, well, let's stick with something that's more obvious stuff. Okay, what if Roosevelt never says anything to Juice? What does Juice become without going to the dark side? Like, who is he? What does Juice become without going down that path of stealing the Coke? I'm going to tell you exactly what happens. Yeah, I'm going to tell you exactly what happens. Who does he, what, what does his character become from season four on? I'm going, to, I'm going to tell you right now. Literally, without that arc of the tree branch and the cocaine and finding out who your father was and those stupid rules that we had in clubs, mm-hmm. can't be that, can't be, got to be white skin, all that shit, fucking hate it all. If they didn't have that arc for you, you, Juice would have just become, not a prospect in a way, but just there would have been, because they got rid of the humor. They got rid of the funny stuff and no one was better at that than you. And no one was better at that than you and me. So by losing all the humor, Sutter had to throw you into some dark place or what's the fucking point? Cause you're a brother to everybody. You just wanted everyone to like you. You wanted to be part of the club because it's the only family you've had. We know all that, those storylines. I think it would have been, I think you just hit it on the head. I think he would have been like a fringe background character. That would have been funny sometimes. 100%. And then when it came time for one of the massacres that occurred, he would have been the one with the arms cut off or the head cut off. or And because he was funny and liked so much, it would have hurt even more, because, but not as much. It would have hurt, but not as much. And he would have got taken out in a way of like Filthy Phil or someone I, else. I agree. Yeah. I, really I think agree. if you don't make that turn... With the dad, there is no other way to go with him. That's it. He just well, becomes. I don't know if there's no other way to go with Juice, but it was the best way to go. It was the best because way. I had no idea how. I mean, I did because I read them all. But to see them all like we've been doing now for yeah. the last few years, Juice was a fucking huge character, bro. Yeah. Like a fucking huge character. And he was really invested these last two seasons. Everyone talks about you in season four when the, you know, the Miles thing. And yeah. Right. Fucking great, great. But what you're going through now with Gemma and what you're going in season seven and what you've gone through in six and that and the lies and being stoned and telling fucking Nero, even though you don't know what you're talking about, about the gal and the pillow. And then Charlie whispers in your ear, you fucking betrayed me. That's some heavy folklore shit that people will never forget about this show. And and again, I think he's someone that links everybody in. Right. So I think that if you lose all that. If that never happens, you know, he links Gemma to Jax and Clay to Gemma and that, 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 that right? So he's kind of like the thread that's putting everyone together. So if he's not there, someone has to do that, right? Something has to do that. So I think that, yeah, I think he just becomes Let's like talk a about that for a minute. Who, like, the writer's room, bro? Yeah. Seven of them. Sutter's at the top of the president's chair and then you get your, you know, six Pete, and they all have a, an episode or two or they throw stuff against the mm-hmm. wall. And who comes up with all that shit? Oh, I think I, it's all Kurt. Who? It, it had to be Sutter, right? Like, it yeah, was, I think he know. I think he uh, sees it a million miles before it happens. And then he's I I've always seen what Kurt has done in my mind. And I could be wrong. I've never asked them. He tries stuff. He sees what works. And then he expounds on it. Right. Wow. And like he he seems to give it like a little bit of life somewhere. 
And he doesn't always get it right. We've, we've talked a million times about taking juice, right? That relationship that he, that he, that did work. Everyone knew it worked. Cause we, still yeah, it, it, worked, it worked too well, actually. It yeah. Wasn't it worked too well. And I think there, that, yeah, funny. but I also think it was a culmination of things. I don't think it was intentional. I think that Tig went on his own journey and juice went on his own journey. It didn't make sense for them to have this funny thing. And also I got to tell you, like, um, when, uh, what was I going to say? Talk some more. I, I don't no, know. No, about, about what Kurt does. I think that he, Oh no, I know what it was. Out. I know yeah. what I was going to say. Jack with Judas, right? One of my favorite yeah, freaking best. guys and writers first season, best. second season, then he left at his own show. Jack came up to me, Theo. I don't know. It was right around you and me. I know, I know juice and Tig were early with the dogs yeah. and the Doberman shortly thereafter. Jack came up to me and said, in the writer's room, guess what's going down? And they never told us anything. No. So what's that? He said, you're going to have a son. I've just pitched that you're going to have a son. Oh, wow. And I went, just like you did. I went, oh, wow. He goes, yeah, he's going to come and try and steal your bike. We've got some shit going down in the writer's room. I fucking got so happy about that, right? Two shows later, I don't have a son. I have a daughter. So what's, what I had two. But Sutter took that germ of, of an idea from Jack and thought about it went, Oh, that's a great idea. But no, it's gotta be a girl. Yeah. You know, it'd be better idea if it's a girl because of how he is and this and that. Right. It's gotta be a girl. It's gotta be this. Maybe we have two girls. And then we name a Don Fawn. Oh, one's going to die. Anyway, the point is Sutter germinates on people's great ideas and then takes it his way. And they're, they're usually the, the right way to go. No. Right? And, and again, that's, what's fun about the what if, because I think that it's, it's, I always use the one that always sticks out to me and only because it was in the pilot, the one that sticks out that really never got life was the Bobby Elvis thing. We all call him Bobby Elvis still to this day. If to I see him, I go, day. I, go, I go, what's up, Elvis? Like if I see him, but he, the truth, he still signs Bobby Elvis on his signature because he's Bobby Elvis. But the truth is Elvis never happened right after the first two seasons, right? Or even the first one. When was he Elvis? Well, he came back once to do a bar mitzvah Elvis. And I can't remember if he got all dolled up for it. You know, it was right after we got out of prison. Didn't he have one? He still, they wanted him to shave and he refused. Oh yeah. And that, and I got to tell you, I think that also might've been why they didn't keep going. I think that's right. Cause you remember that he was a little bit of a tiff. Yes. They had a tiff with two F's. They had a tiff. We were in prison. Yes. Before we came out for season four. He grew that beard. And Booney just got crazy with, you know, we all had to change it up. I shaved all this up. We yes. looked like a weirdo. I had hair. I had hair. Yeah. We went on and on. And I remember Sutter, Bobby told me this. Booney told us this. But Sutter said, okay, so we're going to go heavy on the Elvis thing. So shave. Get ready, you know. Yes. And 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 Boone just said no. I'm, yes. I'm not fucking shaving. Because I don't think Booney trusted that the Elvis thing would What's turn into mind? a thing. Yeah. So wow. He, so talk about what if? What if he shaves that? What if the and and you know what? In the way Kurt was, and we know this, he probably said no, and he probably put a fucking X through whatever that storyline no, was. He, he really and, did. I want to. Okay. So what if, guys? This is so good, Theo. What a fun <laughs> thing we're doing today. What if Booney in prison shaves the fucking shit out of it, has his beautiful tummy, his incredible talent, and that hair just gets fucking shoe black 
yeah. going down, gets the big waft, and he does two or three shows as Elvis. And then the die just doesn't quite work. And it just becomes funny in a way. I don't know. What and I think I think his character takes an entirely different significant value in the show, meaning that I bet you if he did that, because see, here's what's fucking crazy about the threads of writing is maybe Kurt was doing the Elvis to lead to something else. Maybe it was going to point to something that did something. And then Bobby gets caught and maybe like they no doubt. The, the the feds frame him for something and it, so but now that he says no i'm not shaving the beard kurt goes well you're out that's true. now that whole thing's gone yeah and now you're wondering why you haven't had a lot to do but you don't realize that i was giving you something to do wow yeah man okay so what about this yeah there was a point, and I'm trying to figure where to put the what if, but there was a point where Tig started to feel really bad and his relationship with Clay was fractured. The reason we think, what's, okay, before I ask the what if, what's the reason Clay and Tig's relationship got fractured? It's, it's super simple. It was in season two. <clears throat> I'm still in every scene with him that they can put us in. We go out to the indigenous reserve and we get all the, the, the drugs out there mushrooms, and mushrooms yeah. and half sacks, you know, doing he's in the pool of mud and I'm doing the fucking yeah. crying with dolls in my chest. And I'm, I'm high. I'm, I'm lost. Tig is really fucking lost. And that was Gemma's season. That's when Gemma got the KKK mm-hmm. thing and she can't even fucking cope. No one can cope with anybody. And I couldn't take it any longer. And I told Opie I killed Donna. And when I told Opie, I killed Donna in the ninth or 10th episode of season two. And Clay comes running up. You guys all come running up. Everyone comes running up. What's going on? And I looked at Clay and I said, I, I, I can't do it anymore. I don't know who I am. I told him. I yes. told him. I told and he him. never trusted you again. And from that moment on, Clay went, you were weak to say that. You couldn't fucking hold it together. I didn't bring Clay in on it. I said I did it, but everyone knows that whatever I did, Clay did too. Mm. Max was on a war path against Clay from that moment on. And that was the beginning of the shatter. But where it really shattered, that's why I didn't go to Belfast with Clay and you guys. Mm. I stayed in Charming that season three. When I came out of that fucking prison with you guys at the start of season four, that's when he starts to beat up Gemma and I ripped the patch off. Yes. Calling him the fucking sergeant at arms patch at him. I'm done with him, done with you, done with everything. And so we never got a finale like you two did. Juice and Clay got a because it'd been it'd been over for a while. Yeah. Two. yeah. So so it goes back to our original what if that if it's Opie in the truck, your relationship with Clay is never fractured. Never so fractured. When, so when Jack's if we play along that storyline, the original, what if when Jax comes at Clay to say, I don't believe you, I, my best friend would never do that. Tig and Clay are tighter than ever. And they're going at whatever, basically still becoming team Jax, team Clay, like it became, but, but Tig and Clay would be completely together it in every way. Show because the what if goes like this too. If that's the way that goes down, then we don't have the piney, like the, the whole <clears throat> If Opie's, you know, if 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 Opie's fucking gone, even yes. though Tiny went went jumping on that fucking bandwagon, if Opie is fucking gone, 
by Tig and by Clay. And early. Jax, and Jack and it's early, and Jax doesn't believe it. That shotgun's coming out early. Like that. I think Bobby's with you guys. I think because Bobby's about the rules and he would believe what you guys said and think think like, I think. I think so. Yeah, because there's not all this like Bobby started to really get into Jack's later season three, season four. So I think that he's there. I even think Chibs. I don't know if Chibs and Jack's are close yet. Chibs is too drunk the whole time. Yeah, it would be Piney and Jax. I mean, really, and probably the young guys. Like he recruited me. It would be it would be a weird uh, schism, like a like a break between the club because. So it could it could follow a similar storyline, but and and I got to be honest, I think if maybe they didn't see how much they loved Ryan Hurst in those dailies and in those first few episodes, the original intention was to kill him. So I would love to know that narrative kind of that what if of if he did. So, okay, so let's 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 play. That's all. Let's just say what you're going to say. But this is where the what if really if we had Sutter here right now. Yeah. If we literally had Sutter here and he wasn't afraid to actually talk about talk about some of the what ifs. Fucker. That would be cool. Anyway, what were we going to say? So, okay. So let's just say that the show is what it is. It, it It's doing what it's doing. Everybody's happening the way they are. If. Do you think that it changes Tig's life if his daughter isn't killed? Do you think anything changes or do you think that it's stays I think, similar? I think that's, that's great. I think the what if, if let's just say what if. Dawn didn't die, or what yeah. if Dawn wasn't that that thing, right? Again, Tig would be a sidebar character. It would mm. be fun, tough. You're funny. You know, you're cleaning up the panties. I'm telling you to clean them up, but I'm on the side with nothing. Like that was a major turning point for Jax to not give me up to Pope, to shock everybody in the audience. That last episode of season five, you think I'm gonna die. Oh my God, he turns the tables, kills a few guys. I get to kill Pope. All's well and, and charming. But the one thing that I, this is the one I want to talk about. Sure. What if Tig got it on with Gemma? Oh my goodness. So what season is that? I'm, I'm going to tell you right now. So it was the beginning of season five or six. I think it was six, but it could have been five. Okay. Where they were deciding to kill Opie. And they were going to kill Tig as well. This is in the closet. This is by the closet. Closet was season two. That's way beyond. I'm talking about, I get a call from Sutter. I'm driving from Arizona to LA. And Sutter gets me on the phone and goes, okay, I'm thinking, I'm thinking you and Gemma. This is definitely season six or five, I think six. We knew that Clay was going to die in season six. He got told. And he wasn't happy. And I get a call from Sutter and he goes, I'm, I'm throwing some shit around, but what do you, what do you think about that? And I went, and I meant this from the bottom of my heart. I said, had you told me this in season two, I wouldn't want to do the show because he never would have done that to clay. Those days are so in the rearview mirror, whatever you want, bro, whatever you think is best for the show, I'm fucking in. And we knew Katie and I had some serious chemistry. Yeah. He got rid of that idea, Theo, right away. That's when Jimmy Smith became super huge on the show. They became a, a big, serious item, had been for a minute and a half. So there was no TIG interference, no running interference at all. In fact, 
I barely had anything with Gemma in those last two seasons at all. So what if you, they hook up? I'm, I'm going to tell you, you ready? If yeah. they hook up, no Nero. There's no Nero character. That's gone. Opening up in that season premiere where the two people are in bed. It's in me a hotel. And it's you and Jeff. Imagine. Okay, wait. Then oh, now it shows that Tig is fully away from Clay. That he's completely lost because your daughter dies when? Season five. Season five. So okay, wait. When does Nero get introduced? Uh, right, right around season five. Season so five, okay, five, what five. what happens first in the timeline? Uh I don't fucking. I don't. Okay, remember. I'm I'm trying to remember. Tig's daughter gets burned in the season five premiere. That's correct. Okay, Jimmy is in the season five premiere. I think that's when it all happens. I think that's okay. when. It so I'm trying to think if there's a what if version where you can do both, where where no. Tig. That's Tig why is with Gemma no. and then his daughter gets burned. No. You can't, it's gotta no, be one or the other. It's gotta be one or the other. And that's okay. where Sutter got rid of that idea because he wanted the daughter and the Pope storyline with yep. the wonderful Harold Perrineau, the fucking beautiful actor he is. Yes. Charlie and him. They, that was more important. So what can Tig do? Let's burn his daughter in front of like yep. Kimmy will hit that out of the park. Okay, so let so let's let's just let's just for a sidebar for a what if thing. If it's Clay and I mean if it's Gemma and Tig, I think that it causes major problems with Clay. It causes major problems with Jax. Yeah. And I think someone schemes, probably Clay, <laughs> to get in the good graces and him and Tig in this weird way. Oh, that's brilliant. Somehow come together because oh, that brings them back together, even though it should be the thing that fully pushes them apart. Oh, Clay's smart. almost like, listen, I don't like it, but I understand. Like something like that. And then that you leads that to maybe Tig killing game. Clay. And Oh, my God. Oh, my God. See, at that time, Clay had more issues with Jax yes. than he did with Tig. Or his wife, and they weren't getting along at all. So he could use it as an opportunity. Yeah. That would have been wild. That would have been wild. And it would have been wild, too, because there's so many things that get left out if things like that happen. So, okay. So, so look at, think about this. What are some of the big things that occurred? A big one that everybody always asks with the show the way it is. Yeah. We and you again being a Hamlet fan and and knowing the way we thought this was going to go. Yeah, Opie doesn't get killed in the prison. Chibs does. Chibs does. Okay, we'd all be really sad if it was Chibs. Not as sad as Opie. Different, different sadness. I'm going to tell you why, and I and that's not a besmirch or a slight on the Chibs character at all. We we would be sad, but Chibs was a tried and true. He was a soldier. He was a warrior. He was going in no matter what. Opie was always trying to be a good guy. So we felt it more because he was trying to be better, right? So we're not going to get the whole, I got this. We're not going to get the reaction of Jax that it's his childhood BMX buddy friend. We're not going to get all that. One of the sons dies in prison, but it's not Opie. It's Chibs. Okay. Let's leave how we all deal with the Chibs thing for a minute, how the IRA deals with it, how people, you know, all the stuff that comes with that. He's the connection, whatever. There could be a multiple storylines. 
But where does Opie and Jax go from there? Does Opie see that Chibs's life was taken because of technically mistakes Jax has made? And does now it create Opie and Jax as yes. adversaries? Wow. Yes. Yeah, that's brilliant. And, and just let me go back for a second. That's exactly what would have happened. What if, you see, everyone expected, I certainly did, it's going to be Tig that's going to be taken out in prison because it mm. should have been in a way because of the Pope taking his daughter out. All that. Yeah, I remember he was leaving you out of conversations in the prison and he wasn't really talking to you. You were kind of like a lackey yeah, at that no, point. No, oh. Yeah, no, no. It, it, it was supposed to be me. It was supposed to be Tig. So we wouldn't have been quite as surprised, sad. All of us lead actors were sad when we were gone or not gone. It would have been sad, but not the same. And it wouldn't have even been the same if it was Chips. But by taking out Opie, that destroyed the entire conversation around the water coolers with people who thought that's Horatio. He will never die. Everyone's going to be dead, but we know the story a little bit. Opie is Horatio. He's the only one who lives at the end of Hamlet. <gasps> Guess what? Uh, 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 not so fast. <laughs> Wrong. <laughs> We're taking out Opie. And it shocked me, you, the world, Charlie. So what if, man, this, fuck me. This is great, Theo. So wait, so wait, so hold on. So check yes. this out. If, if, if we know you just, what you just said is so brilliant because Tig, everybody thinks it's Tig. He's going, yeah. they're setting it up for him going. Yeah. The way Jax is treating him in prison, he's going, he's yeah. still got remnants of clay. He's going, okay, it's not Tig. It's Chibs. We're still surprised. We're still hurt. We'll deal with all those after effects. Yeah. Opie just wants to get now get out of prison and he's watching this everything that they thought they were going to change and what they were going to do together it never happened so no. he starts to, this is where Horatio and Hamlet this becomes their thing what happens what 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 I'm saying is that season five five so there's, there's two and a half seasons left correct is Opie last person standing oh yeah Okay. And and if he's last person standing, how does who dies? Does Clay die still? Does oh, yeah. does everybody dies? Yeah. Including Hamlet, including oh, Jack. Yeah, no, no. Hamlet will be the last one to go. But instead of me and Chibs on the sideline, I'm sure I'm fucking gone. It'll only be him, Opie. He'd be the last one left because he's done something to show Jack's. In a combative way, I'm not sure we would have, would have had the same Nero Gemma thing. I think that would have been different. Yeah. Still, kind of there. It would have been more mummy and daughter, or mummy and son, because that's the way it is in Hamlet. I mean, Gertrude and Hamlet are fucking at it. Claudius fucking dies. The Clay character dies. Gertrude at it with the son more so than in this show. And so wait, the- just remind me on that for a minute because I want to see how we can tie this in. If if so, so Gemma and Jax would be going at it more so. I they're think. like at full combatants, pretty much. Claudius Clay, he's, he's a dead. casualty. He gets killed by who? In the play, he gets killed in a play. Who did he get killed by? In Sons. It, in Sons. Yeah, let's just say in this version. Oh wow! Like would it be? Would it be Opie? Would Opie kill him? I think it still has to be Jax as Hamlet. 
I think Jack still has to take out his dad and his mom as they, as he does in Hamlet. Okay. I think, I think that still has to happen. Okay. So Jax kills Clay like he does. Jax so. kills Gemma like he does. I think so. And then Opie kills Jax. Yeah, I think that's right. Fuck. And he's just standing there at the I end. I think that's right. You got to go. You got to fucking go. Hamlet, you got to go. Is he okay? And in that lead up to that, is Opie friendly with him the whole time or is he basically his enemy? I think Opie's the only care. If this is a what if, yes, I think Opie's the only character that can truly, unlike me or Chibs or you or Bobby or even Nero, no one could get to Jax in the end. One character could have Opie. Opie, Opie could have gotten to him a little sooner with such disgust and disappointment of the two brothers with the same tattoos on their backs, growing up together the way they did on their bicycle. It would have been a completely different feeling more for Jax than we did perhaps had Opie lived and was able to fucking blow him away because the man you've turned into and what this club has become has been completely for what? And that all started by Chibs dying in the prison. For what? And it all started by Chibs dying in but, the prison. And here's what would even be cooler. If you're, doing, if you're going on this what if is the line where Chibs dies in the prison, then everything that we just said happens. If you have Jax, let's say he's sitting at the table, right? Everybody's gone now. It's the ending of the show. Oh. Jax is sitting at the head of the table. And you hear, you know, someone coming in. And then the camera goes and we see that it's Opie. And we, and we think he's just coming to talk to Jax, right? And we see it. The, the show's about to end. There's five minutes left in the finale forever. And then all of a sudden he takes out a gun. He comes into the club, into the clubhouse. And he looks at him. He looks at him and the show ends. And you have to debate if he kills him or oh, not. See, that's like the Sopranos. Ending. Yeah. What happened really? Was it a mistake? Did it just yeah. What, we're going to talk about it forever, David Chase. Now, thank you. Fuck forever. Off. Did oh Opie kill him or did he God. not? That would have been the fucking shit. People would have still been talking about it. So well, again, I'm not I'm not well, big on open endings and all that because I like closure, especially on my characters. I like closure too, man. But that fucking that is because bad. if you knew Hamlet and you everybody said that first review we ever got, you know, Hamlet on bikes, Sopranos on you know bikes, Hamlet that you know that, that would have be dead at the end of seven seasons. For sure, but you don't actually see it, you know. And Opie would have did it. Oh, Fuck. <laughs> so all that being said, I guess the only one that we can go to at this is the final one. If it is the way it is, Opie dies. Everything happened the way it happened. But let's say in that final episode, which we're not there yet, and that's why this is a what if. Yeah. What if Jax doesn't die? What happens to the club? Where does the club go after everything that went down? Gemma, Juice, Unser, everybody's gone. Chibs is not the president. You're not the vice. Bobby's still dead. Juice is still dead. Clay's still, everybody's still dead, except just in that final one, Jax doesn't die. It's the beginning. He says it's the new beginning. What is okay, that I'm new gonna, beginning? Look exactly. Like? What if Jax doesn't die? Yeah. Okay. The next season, if there is one, is Jax goes completely mad. He goes completely insane. 
from what he's done and what he's left with lack of his buddies, lack of his mother, all the people he's killed. And we start having ghosts coming back to meet him. Mm, we get Ronnie, we get, we get Ronnie Perlman back. We get you back eating pie. And mm. he sees these characters and he fucking sits with them and they're talking to him, even though now we have Gemma talking to the Tara character. She's talking, even though she's not there, she knows in her heart, she's talking to her. No, 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 no. The eight season, 13 shows of me and Chibs trying to hang on to whatever is fucking left of the carnage. But that boy, Jax Teller, gets visited here and there by the people he's fucking killed. And the boys are growing up. Wendy's still alive. Maybe she's the mom. That's what we're supposed to think anyway. Yeah, she leaves with the kids. Yeah. He lives with so the kids. So she's still, so basically they're together. Nero's around. Yeah, you no, guys, I just think you guys are trying to maintain you guys are trying to maintain the club. Nero's something. still there. He goes so basically he goes insane. He goes insane. Like, yeah, like whatever. There's so many films that you see that like everything. Well, and, also, made- if, and if I may, sorry, Theo, but part of the reviews of Shakespeare's Hamlet is is Hamlet going insane? Is he actually going insane from losing his real father, finding out his mother killed his real father, and, and all of a sudden Ophelia's fucking dead. She commits suicide. Everyone's dying around Hamlet, and he starts to lose it. To be or not to be, this is the question. Everyone who reviews, the, the guys who play Hamlet, I mean, I did Beth a couple times, as you know, but yeah. Hamlet's fucking juicy and big. It's the longest Shakespeare, over three and a half hours if, they keep, if you do the whole text. And it's mental. Some of the shit he says is fucking mental. And so, you know, he's I'm losing. Not- it's just a deterioration of human. Correct. He's losing it as a human being. So now in that paradigm, in that narrative, things are he's starting to the Mad King, right? Like Game of Thrones or whatever, like these these texts, these ancient texts. He's losing wow. it. You guys are holding on. You guys are trying to keep the club a certain way. Who becomes his adversary? Besides himself, who becomes his adversary? Is it Nero? Is it one of you? Is it because Bobby's gone? The table's thin. Who it's becomes be the one that basically be kills Jax? It's got to be someone else. It's got to be someone new. It's got to be someone else. Yeah, but someone with history. It's got to be someone with history. Yeah, you know what? It does what if it's his son? Oh, fuck. Can you imagine? What if it's his teenage son? Like if you fast forward after the end of season seven, if you fast forward a couple of years, you aged everybody up a little. Some wouldn't need the aging. <laughs> Some they'd just be like, hey, just go do what you do normally. Uh, I fucking love it. I fucking love it. I saw then, oh, you look exactly the same. You do. It's magical. I don't know what's going on. I said, I told you the other day, those godfathers don't make a dent. I don't know what you're putting in that booze, but it's reversing your age or something. It's my mom. She doesn't even have a fucking wrinkle. She's 92 years old. Oh, I know. It's anyway, God, Theo, this is great. Yeah, shit. so I would say in talk my about mind, this really on the Zoom the other day with everybody? Yeah, no, this was just one small thing they brought up. I mean, they brought up a lot, but this was one where, because when I was young, there was comics. It's actually a show now on, on Disney. Marvel does the thing, what if? So it's what if Captain America didn't do this? And what if Spider-Man didn't do this? And they create shows out of this, this, this universe of what if. And 
they were always really fun comics to read that would come out a few times a year because it'd be like, oh, what if? Wow, beautiful. And it basically takes this concrete storyline that we're so used to and says, what if? Because there's so many roads it can go. And it really got me when I was in doing this Comic-Con panel this weekend because people always ask, well, what if Juice didn't steal the Coke? And I'm like, well, then we wouldn't have a show. That's always my answer because I don't want to think about it. But every time now I've thought about it after talking to them, it's like on that occasion, I go, well, I think he'd just be a fringe character because it was very easy to become a fringe character because you and I know some characters who were supposed to be main characters did not become main characters for whatever reasons. And I think that that could have been from saying you don't agree with something or just it didn't work out and some were killed off. I think that they were looking for people to kill. And I think that you can do the what if thing. I think what benefited you and I was that not just did the audience like us, why we've stuck around the whole time was the executives liked us. The people liked us. We did all the press. We were, we like being there. We like being there. And that meant that everybody liked us being there because we like being there. Right. So it was, I know, I I know how to answer your question. I know what happens. If Jack, if Jack doesn't die. Okay. If you think that he should die or could die, or you hear a gunshot, you don't see an, you don't actually see it. And Opie and him are in that fucking beautiful table. And they're, they're both insane really in a way, like a, the, the madness of the seven seasons. We cut a few years later, the kid is older. We don't know even what the fuck is going on with whoever, but somehow John Teller has to come back as the last, as the last ghost and sits down with that fucking kid. And we see Charlie Hunnam after that conversation of booze and cigarettes and whatever that's all about, about how it's been a mistake from the, from the get-go or it's just didn't work out from the get-go or it's really your fault from the get-go. I don't know what, I don't know what that, right. All of that, all of it, but you see them both get a bitch style on a bike and drive off the fucking grand Canyon and they, (laughs) And he commits fucking suicide. The same way as he was going to do in seven. Same way he was going to do in seven. Just absolutely. But he does it. But he basically, after hearing everything, he goes so mad. So mad. That's it. it. And his his father's behind him on his own bike. And he goes with him. I don't know. And in fact, they. Delman and Louise style. They're going out. Yeah, Delman and Louise style. They bury that book of poetry together. And it's fucking over. And basically, and basically it ends in that same horrific depression. And and by the way, I just want to people, you know, I know people love horrible Helga and Salty Sal and Honest Harry. When you motherfuckers hear me, when that seventh episode comes, that final episode oh, of this season no, it's comes be a up, new character. And it when is. you get to that ride, it's oh, going to no, be no. nuclear I'm Nate. I'm, I'm going s- nuclear. <laughs> <laughs> I am going to be so mad. Now you're going, you're talking about it already. Oh, I can't even, I can barely hold myself back with how mad I was by the last 10 minutes of that show. So get ready. It. Yeah. I'm going to hold it. I'm going to keep it in the can. Yeah, man. The old coffee can. I'm going to keep yeah. it in. I love those old coffee cans. Me too. Are you drinking coffee anymore, Rossi? Every day, yeah. Coffee? Two in the, two, just two. Yeah, me too. I just do two, in, two in the a.m. Two in the a.m. I have my Nespresso machine that I absolutely love. I do two in the a.m. 
and then I'm done. But I got to tell you, when I'm doing these cons, which you know, yeah, sometimes I'll be like, oh, let me get a coffee. I should be going for tea. And that's the only time. I. And sometimes on set, I'll have a coffee in the middle yeah. of the day, which is really odd. I don't do that anymore. I can't do it. I can't oh, sleep you don't. drink too much caffeine. Fit caffeine. Can't do it. I need 15 minutes. Morning only morning. Morning, morning that's it. When you were nailing it. Nailing oh, it. when I was nailing it. Yeah. Sure. Woo. The darts. When I was smoking the darts, darts it was get going that down. On the fucking side, son. It was P Funk Central. It, you know, it's been almost. Oh God, I don't even know. It's over twelve years that I haven't had a cigarette. Yeah, weird, right? I used to, and and the only reason I say that is, uh, and I know a lot of you know, uh, obviously you and I, I seen you every day as friends. Yeah, but but what's funny is, and I'll say this till you know, till I actually. I loved it. I enjoyed smoking. And here's the thing. When I, when I decide, when I decide like I'm cool, which I think I don't, I don't, I don't like putting numbers on things, but like when I retire to like the Algarve to Portugal or Spain or somewhere and I go, I'm going to start smoking again. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. I'm I'm smoking. I'm going to start. I don't, I'm telling you. Parliament's with me. I'm gone. I'm going to drink. I'm going to eat fruity pebbles. I'm going to start yeah. drinking Anazette. I'm going to drink Anazette. I'm just going to like, that's it. <laughs> I hope I'm with you. No, I, you're going to be with I, me. We're going to do it. Yeah, we're going to, yeah. as we're putting up your statue in Saskatoon, yeah. we're going to be, it's going to be, you know, we'll be like 70 and 80 and that's it. it. Yeah. I fucking love it. All right, man. Well, listen, get back to the family. Hey, please so wait, tell Joyce. Hey, little brother. Dan, wait, little brother. I mean, Holy shit! That was like over. That was awesome. But we, are we getting back to reviewing next? Yeah, week? yeah, yeah. Well, if one of two things is going to happen. So either Perlman, either Perlman's going to be next, or we will do episode seven hundred six. We okay. don't care. Who cares? One or I the think, other. I think it's seven hundred seven. Oh, a seven hundred seven. Okay, yeah. there you go. Fine. And you Game know what? Fun. Another thing that people said on that thing, just to just to bring up, and I sure. probably should have did all this earlier, but somebody said, "Oh, we would like more behind the scenes people, like makeup and ads and producers and this." And I was like, "Oh, really? I guess that is something." I so maybe you and I'll think about that. But I thought Dom P was kind of a really good one, and Amazing. Charles was a great one. Amazing. I don't know if there's really any more I could think. Well, of. No, there's there's a there's a lot more, but. You know, I, we'll see. We'll see how. <laughs> yeah, no, I was honest with everybody on that thing. And I just said, listen, as Ron Perlman says, quote, unquote, some people just aren't ready for prime time. So some people can do this and some people can't. They're not ready for prime time. They're not ready for prime time. But you and I are. And uh, here we yeah. go. Fuck yeah. Love you. All right. All right. Love, love you. you. Give love to the whole town. Or the, whatever it is. Saskatoon misses you, buddy. All right. Yeah, Later, yeah. brother. Love you. Thank you so much for listening. I appreciate each and every one of you. You know the deal. Theory Pod, hashtag Theory Pod, capital T H E O, small R Y, capital P O D. If we're talking Reaper reviews, it's the hashtag Reaper reviews with the double R. Go everywhere where the where this podcast is available and go subscribe and follow Apple, Spotify, Google, iHeart, wherever. And uh, and then if you want to see the videos, go on to YouTube and subscribe to the page. We got some cool stuff coming. Um, like I always say, this life goes by in a blink. So stay up, stay awake, keep being the example, um, and let's keep making a difference. All right? All right. Hey, yo. 
shout out to my crew, the theory team, the team. Okay. Starting with my incredible editor, Caroline Kawash, to the incredible design skills of Cesar Arvello, to the other designer slash web slash everything, Justin Tordella. Go look them up. Go follow them. Go thank them. They're an incredible team, and I wouldn't be even remotely able to do a second of this without them. So shout out to the entire Theory team, uh, or as we say in New York, big up. Um, incredible people, incredible humans, and I'm fortunate and proud to have them.